How's it going, Yamitators? Episode 286 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. What's up? Um, I am going to record this all before I can watch the newest uh, Late Show with Stephen Colbert because they're doing it live and also they're going to talk about the debates which have been going on the last couple days. And they've been pretty fucking crazy. Um, sorry, just was plugging my phone in so that the screen doesn't turn off while I'm recording because that's been annoying in the past. And I just need to make sure it's still recording and so that I don't record a whole episode and then go, oh shit, it turned off when the screen turned off because that's happened to me before. <laughs> um. Let's see, they've been talking about a lot of stuff in the debates. <coughs> they talked about climate change a little bit. They talked about the border a little bit. They talked about um, immigration and gun reform. They talked about um, universal basic income. Uh, they talked about the detention centers they talked about medicare for all and i feel like i have like a medium idea of who would be who'd be good um as president and, like, members of whatever cabinet. And so Medicare for all, I want that because, and that's one of the biggest things that they've talked about. Because guess what? When you're sick, you can't just go and get medicine. And that doesn't work anymore. That doesn't work for me anymore as a citizen of a first world country as like as capitalism is dying and crumbling all around us the very least we can have is assurance that if we get sick then you will not be sick anymore if you come get your medicine fucking that's it like and oh shit and i'm not like Big Pharma, man, if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're involved in Big Pharma, like, get out of there. Get the fuck out of there. Leave because it's evil. Like, it's evil inherently to think of medicine mixed with money. When you mix medicine with money, you're fucking horrendous person. I'm not trying to be funny. I did accidentally plan that rhyme after I... <sighs> anyway. Medicare for all is the only solution forward or some derivation of Medicare for all, universal Medicare, universal health care, whatever you call it, just make it so that if you get sick, 
then you can go get treatment and medicine and then be sent on your way and not worry about bills because people shouldn't have to pay if they're sick. It's fucking bullshit. <clears throat> even the, even the, uh, man, I was going to say even the anti-vaxxers, but fucking, if you're an anti-vaxxer, fucking, you're so stupid. <laughs> measles should not be, I shouldn't be hearing stories about measles outbreaks because when I was growing up, we had eradicated measles. It was gone because everyone got vaccinated and no one got the measles. That's how it fucking works. <clears throat> but because humans are prone to believing anything they hear, <clears throat> there's a bunch of people who are like against vaccinations, which, <sighs> what idiots. Um, uh, oh, they also talked about renewable energy a little bit. Clean energy. Green New Deal was brought up. Um, <coughs> it's the last couple days. Two days of debates. Two hours each. And pretty grueling. Like, <coughs> a couple good moments, a couple inspiring moments. But, like, a lot of talking over each other and trying to respond when it's not your turn. Like, ooh. Because some some people were like, when this person did this thing in this year, then that allowed this to happen. It's like, well, okay, but fucking just talk about what policies you're... And sometimes the they would go off the rails because they were talking about some uh, particular policy, but um, Elizabeth Warren, yes. Bernie Sanders, yes. Andrew Yang, yes. Um, because man, if Andrew Yang gets in there, everybody 18 and up gets a thousand dollars a month to be like, whew, okay. Gonna take a breath, get all my finances out of the way for the month, and I still have a little bit for uh, groceries and gas. That's nice. And then if you want to get, like, more for more shit, fucking do it. Or if you don't spend all thousand in one month, if you you can save it, I'm sure you, there'll be a option where it's like, you probably just get a check. And then I personally would be would be like, well... I want to save up to get something that I need, so maybe put away like 200 bucks a month for a few months, and then buy that thing. Like, it it makes the most sense on a base level of, if you're given money, you're probably going to spend it on things you need to take care of in your life, and thing, basic things that you need in your life. And then the rest is just kind of a bonus if you, um, if you're under a thousand bucks a month. <clears throat> now, I've been under a thousand bucks a month for a while now, you know, since I've been recording this podcast. At one point, I was homeless, living in my car. I'm recording this in my car because A, 
I have a room in the in the house in, in which I live, but there's no door, there's no privacy at all. <coughs> the only true privacy I have around the house is in my car, which is a horrible irony <laughs> that I'm like I this dude fucking was like, "Hey man, you can crash at my place. It's totally cool." And I'm like, oh, really? And then when I was getting ready to move in, he's like, all right, yeah, I figure like, you can crash here. And then maybe in like a month, or will you have rent this month? And I'm like, motherfucker, you're taking me off the street right now. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been a little rocky. And then the last or two episodes ago, I think, was when I was like, well, I'm fucking gonna be out on the street again, probably, because he... <sighs> He's got a little tact sometimes. A lot of avoidance, a lot of... Uh... I think there's a lot of passive aggression in this house, which is very poisonous and toxic, and just, man, fucking... Own up to your mistakes, be an adult, talk to people when you have an issue with them and just be honest and upfront. It's not hard. It's a, it's a fucking journey to get to a point where you can be 100 like, and being honest and upfront doesn't mean telling someone everything about you, um, in one, uh, spouting of words? What am I trying to say? <clears throat> I'm trying to say is don't be passive aggressive because that's that's poisonous and that is not good for morale of anyone. <clears throat> So yeah, the debates. Um, Julian Castro was good. Kamala Harris was all right. Um, but Kirsten Gillibrand, like I don't know how I feel about her. She she seems like she's about to say something good, and then it skews, and I'm like, wait, wait, what was that last part? <sighs> but she seems all right, like. There's a couple people who I was like, I have no fucking idea who that is. No fucking idea who that is. No fucking idea who that is. <laughs> and like, that's pretty interesting when you're, when you're like, oh man, I must have seen them in some late show or some regurgitation of the news show at some point. And man, some people, I just don't, I just, like, uh, Hickenlooper, I think I had heard his name one time before, but I don't remember seeing a picture of him. Maybe I did, maybe I didn't. <laughs> and the dude, Inslee from Washington? <laughs> I think policing needs to end. Period. 
like figure some other shit out to um to be a first responder like EMT I bet that I bet there's a lot of EMT and fire fighters out there who could easily do the work of any cop um but they do it with way more tact because EMT and fire are usually saving someone's life usually that's what's happening and they're they're met with a situation that's already dire and so they go to save the day when it's cops like man there's so many fucking bad cops and and I bet there's a lot of pressure in that job and I bet that there's a lot of pressure from bosses to get numbers and quotas that's not bullshit like I've heard from cops and people who know cops that yes there is certainly is a quota and that sucks because what if what if firefighters were like well we didn't meet our fire quota for the month so we don't get so and so supplies like or whatever the fuck and it's really fucked up that cops have like oh you didn't write you didn't write this many tickets this week what's up or what are you are you even working at all so like fucking quit being cops quit having cops and then maybe we'll stop having so much fucking um abhorrent violence and racism and just misogyny and machismo that would go down because no more no more fucking asshole um with reflective glasses pulling you over for speeding or reckless driving or whatever the fuck see if man I know it. I know that EMT and fire could just fill the fill the void that cops would leave. Because I feel like they want to help. And I feel like cops don't want to help. I feel like cops like generally just want to get the job done, want to get this over with, don't want to deal with that much paperwork and like are pieces pieces of shit. And if there's any cops out there listening to this or people who have cops in their family, like, you know, it's true. (laughs) Even if you're one of the good ones, it's like, there's so many fucking bad ones that it doesn't make sense for a job anymore, for an occupation, for a service. It's supposed to be to serve and protect. And like, there's barely any fucking service from the cops. A lot of quote-unquote protecting from perceived danger, but mostly fuck the police. Fuck cops and fuck the police and fuck policing in general. So, like, the police has an idea. Fuck that. Fucking fuck that. But certain policemen out there who... Policemen and women police uh, officers out there who are just doing their job and like doing a good one and like maybe they have some callers and maybe they fucking grab some tickets here and there but for the most part they're just 
doing doing it by the book and like lit, like obeying the law, never flipping on your lights to just go through a stoplight and then flipping them right back off. God damn it. Every time I see that, I get so fucking mad. I'm like, oh, you're above the law? Oh, you have lights on your car, so you're above the law? Fuck you. I want it next time that happens, I want it to be on video and then I'll put the video online and get their license plate number and just shame them. Just shame the fuck out of them. But I'd, pr I'd probably have to do it under a different, under an alias or some shit because cops are a fucking network of assholes <laughs> that'll come to get you and fucking kill you, get rid of the body, and no one will ever find you. <sighs> so, yeah, fuck policing, fuck the police, fuck all that bullshit job. That entire job. Like, fuck it. Um, yeah, EMT and fire would fill the fill the void. <sighs> give me a UBI. Give me a universal basic income. I already talked about that earlier, but... Fucking give me that shit, please. It would help a lot. It would help a lot of people a lot. They'd probably... Like, if everyone just blanket got a thousand dollars a month I think crime would go down a little bit maybe a lot <clears throat> because everyone who's like doing the crimes to get the money will all of a sudden go uh, well I was gonna go rob a something something but there's high risk and like here's my reward for just living here I guess I'll go spend some of this money <laughs> cycle it around and then yeah trickle up that actually does work and then the money will just keep getting recycled and recycled <clears throat> into businesses that were already paying corporations that don't have to pay taxes that's fucking bullshit you're taking up so much land you're employing so many people and just because it's online you think that you're you abstain from that law? Fuck you. Fuck you, Jeff Bezos, for never paying any taxes for Amazon. Fuck every corporation that's like, yeah, we don't have to pay taxes because <laughs> fucking, I don't know. Fuck that. Fuck those loopholes. Fuck the, like, ultra, ultra rich who are intent only on getting ultra, ultra more rich. Did anyone answer me, speak into your phones or devices? <clears throat> Did anyone see the story of, man, was it Amazon that's going to make it? Basically a revolving, um, revolving, an orbiting, <clears throat> sustainable, livable, Fuck. City? Country? Space? Like, it'll be in space and it'll be just, like, orbiting Earth. Isn't that what Elysium was about? I didn't see that movie, but... <clears throat> didn't the ultra-rich just leave Earth behind and then just orbited around them? And they're like, man, sucks that Earth went to shit. Which also happened in Wall-E. So... <laughs> What are we doing here? What? What are, like, 
I honestly don't know if when they made Wally, if they were like, this is a warning, don't let Earth get like this, or if they were like, this is what Earth could be, and if you're attached to a major corporation, then you could be just fine. You'll be so fine. It'll be great. Everything will be, ah, we'll just orbit the earth and look down on it and remember how it wasn't once a scorched wasteland. Whew. From a floating pod above the earth. Solar, wind, and hydro need to get into every city immediately. And they would, it would just generate electricity for everyone. So no one would have to pay electric bills anymore. Holy shit. Water? I don't... I don't... I honestly don't have an answer for the water utility. Maybe... Maybe it gets paid for by the overage of electricity that's being put into the grid from the solar, hydro, and wind renewables. So, yeah. I mean, it would just... I don't know enough um, <laughs> to to solve the water water issue of like how will the water be paid for because the more man I, yeah I'm a, I'm uneducated enough on the matter of water pricing and where it comes from and droughts and like we have to depend on rain and shit and like just natural weather and but electricity that is something that we can just fucking solve two months give it two months in two months everywhere could just have those those wind turbines that are encapsulated in the solar panel as well and both of them generally generate electricity and you could put the you could put you could probably put the wind ones in water and with the solar panel sticking up above the water um in rivers and shit rivers and streams and creeks and uh the ocean. There's so many ways that we can just reduce our carbon footprint. Simply put, not use as much gas and try and carpool when you can and try and try and fucking try to save up to get that light year car when that comes out. Because having a solar-powered car that works completely on sunlight and never has to charge is fucking awesome. And that's what I want for my next car. Because right now I'm in the car tent. I'm in the car that I was sleeping in when I was sleeping in it. And 
That's one reason I'm so damn comfortable in here. Because this was my home for fucking eight months. I really don't want it to be my home again. Hopefully I keep finding work and keep making money enough here and there to pay the bills. But then, man, that finding work is crucial. If anyone out there is listening and could help me find work, meaning hire me based on the fact that you've been listening to this podcast or you're like, oh, okay, I mean, he's just a dude who's like looking for work. And keep in mind that I have Lyme disease. Keep in mind that there are physical limitations that I deal with. I use a cane because it hurts to walk without a cane and my legs get wobbly and I feel like I'm going to fall down. I shower sitting down because it hurts to stand, like, just stand there the whole time? No. Uh, 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 I don't think I could handle that. Um, Shitting is difficult. Coming is difficult. You want to tell me about Lyme disease? You want to tell me that I should do yoga again? <laughs> if I bend the wrong way, I feel like my ligaments will all snap. <clears throat> um, let's see. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's a big reason why I'm like Medicare for all. Yes, fucking yes. Give medicine to people who are sick. It's a no fucking brainer. They didn't talk about decriminalizing any drugs. Um, the one dude from Colorado was like, I was the first one to make marijuana legal and, and pave the way. And I was the first one to something else. But, um, yeah, they did pave the way. And, like, more and more states are um, legalizing it. And then some are decriminalizing it. <coughs> which is very good because anyone who's ever gone to jail for weed should be out of jail immediately. That one's easy. And the states that still have marijuana illegal, grow the fuck up. Like, really, really just shut the fuck up, decriminalize marijuana, aka cannabis. And just shut the fuck up about it. Like, who? What are you? A pro prohibition too? Are you gonna? Are you gonna take away liquor? But the thing with cannabis is, it's actually good for you, and it's medicinal. It's it's medicinal and it's fun. It's both. I've talked about this. In detail in the in the podcast when I was talking about Prop 64, 
hoping that it would pass, and then it did, and then it's like, it's so easy to, to buy cannabis now, and that's really good, because, I mean, it's a, it's a wonder of the world. I'd say it's one of the natural wonders of the world. Cannabis? Yeah. Grand Canyon? Sure. Fucking Mount Everest? Great. But cannabis? Fucking, that's more of a wonder than anything in the world. It's one of the best things that's ever come into my life. And I'm very, very grateful that I've found it. Um, what else did they talk about in the debates? Oh, right. Beto Rourke, Julian Castro, and Pete Buttigieg all spoke a little Spanish. And that was interesting. Um, oh, Cory Booker as well. And... <coughs> It was, man, it was interesting to see the debate, the debates both nights, and, oh man, it's going to be a long fucking rest of the year, because the debates have started, and so that means after this, they're going to be going to different states and being like, yo... Vote for me because I care about you this much. I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. Other people are going to be like, yo, vote for me because I'm going to do this and this for you. And I love you this much. <coughs> and people will decide yes or no. It'll get down to primaries. Next year? No. Pr primaries will probably be decided... Oh, yeah, it's like, I think it's November. And then next year, all year, it'll be this person versus this person. Oh, shit. <coughs> Sounded like some cats fighting. <coughs> it appears as though a stage is being erected. Kevin Smith. I mean, he himself didn't say it. I think it was Jason London, Jeremy London, one of the Londons, the one that was not in, um, Dazed and Confused, the one that was in, oh, Mole Rats, T.S., Showed, just showed my friend uh, random acts of flyness. Oh man, it's such a fucking awesome show. If you haven't seen it, watch it. There's only one season and it's on HBO and it's six episodes. It's really fucking cool. I need a haircut. I'm going to do it myself. Like I've done for the past many years of my life. And that's going to be great because it's 
summertime and it's getting hotter and like waking up sweating or waking up because it's so hot sucks and you know I'll cut down on that by cutting down on my hair well uh think if you don't pay any attention to the debates or the politics going on, then you have no right to complain about anything that happens in this, this country at all. Because if you're not staying informed on the shit that is actually happening in this country, then what fucking excuse do you have to complain about the shit that you don't even know about? And I bet there's a lot of people who think that they know everything about everything that there is to know about everything, and that that applies that what should should apply to everyone. But damn, I mean, there are some basic needs in this country, and one of them is healthcare. And if like I'm scared, I'm scared to go to the doctor, not because I'm scared of the doctor. But because I'm scared that they won't know how to take care of me, that they um, will try and send me to a specialist, but it'll get denied. Um, that, well, the specialist that I had been seeing, I've called maybe four or five times and left four or five messages. Just being like, hey, this is Doug. I'm still your patient. I uh, still have Lyme disease. And I'm still really sick all and weak all the time. So what do I do? What do we do? How do? How can I get more medicine? And they're not calling me back. And then I had an opportunity to maybe see a doctor who's close by, who has a new Lyme treatment that's working, but... I have Medi-Cal, and they only take for free if you have Medi-Cal and Medicare. So I would have to either be on disability already, temporary disability, or be on permanent disability for Medicare to even have a chance to get that medicine. Otherwise, I'd have to pay out of pocket. And one thing that they said is, well, you'd have to pay $100 up front to make the appointment and then $500 more for the appointment once you get there. I'm like, $600, huh? To see a doctor who may be able to help me, but then the next time I would go in, I would have to pay another $600? Is that, is that what I'm... So it would be $600 per appointment, and then are they going to also charge me the the medicine out of pocket? Like... Fuck you, fuck the healthcare system, fucking restructure this stupid piece of shit because it doesn't work. Like, I'm scared to go try and get medicine because I cannot afford it. So I'll die. That's the conclusion. Like, that's the conclusion that the corporations see and that it would benefit them because, well, we don't have to give any medicine to them so they can just die. Like, we don't care if people die from needing medicine, that wasn't our fault. They got sick. So 
turns into this whole fucking mental gymnastics of trying to justify letting people die from not giving them medicine. Um... Um, man, I start lots of sentences with um on this podcast. I need to get more guests. This is me publicly apologizing to any imitators out there who are like, man, these solo apps are fine and everything, but I fucking wish he would have guests again. <laughs> because, <laughs> you know? <coughs> Shit. Damn, the last few times I've tried to get a guest, it's been like, there's a little bit of fun uh, Twitter flirtation, and then and then I'm like, man, I guess I'll fucking DM them. And then I do, and then they're like, cool, that sounds good, where do you record? And I'm like, huh, well, I don't have a studio, I don't have any sponsors, I put my, put it all out independently. I record out of my place and I record onto my phone. And the podcast, the quote unquote podcast industry, which I mean, quote unquote, it exists now, has become so normalized of sponsorships and studios. I don't think there's a lot of people putting out a podcast like mine every week for free, completely free, with the option to download it on my website if you don't want to do iTunes, if you don't want to do Stitcher, if you don't want to do any of the podcast platforms, if you just want to hear these episodes, they're on my website for free forever because that's what podcasting is and that like... People putting up the paywall and people putting up, like, ads. I mean, ads generate income for the podcasters and the studio space and the producers. Like, there's so many podcasts out there that have many, many moving parts and many people uh, behind many different podcasts. And I'm like, I'm just a team of one. It's all me. I did have help from my brother-in-law. Thank you, Kelly, again for setting, like, fixing my website. Basically, it was breaking every time. It was on a different size screen than the screen that I set it up on. <coughs> and he fixed it with some coding magic. I only took two and a half weeks of classes on CodeAcademy.com when it was free. Fucking Code Academy charging for classes now fuck you <coughs> um but yeah two like two and a half weeks and then i was like all right i i i've got my text document with my website uh uh and this is what i want to go in there body fucking <coughs> You know?
And that's Yamatat.com, in case you didn't know. But if you're listening to this, you probably already know. I guess you didn't know. I guess you didn't know. I guess you didn't know. Oh, is that a cat or a baby? I think it's a cat. Well, guess we'll never find out. Um, there it was again. Um, dude, the house cat here is very chill. I think I've talked about him a little bit before, but he'll like recognize, recognize me and like run up to me to, to get pet or like sometimes I'll be, be in the car and like smoking and hanging out and then he'll jump on the car and then like kind of lean over the top and I can see him through the driver's side window and then I open the car door and I'm like come on in come on dude come on. let's hang out and then he'll one time he trusted me enough to I put my hand up as a like just a place for him to put his paw to like come down into the car and hang out and he like put one paw down and then he put like one on my arm and he like fell a little bit but I was like man this this is one cool cat <laughs> and he's the tuxedo style so he's got like the you know the white on his uh, stomach and then it's like black on the exterior and then his his uh, hands and feet are uh, have white like gloves <laughs> Cats are cool. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I just caught up on Punch Up the Jam. Shout out to Punch Up the Jam. Listen to that podcast. It's going to be different soon. And I don't know what's going to happen, but basically, there's two co hosts. And they make uh, beautiful, beautiful melodies together and separately to punch up, quote-unquote, certain, quote-unquote, jams. And, you know, it's pretty fucking cool and very fun and very heartfelt and, like... A lot of beautiful music has been made on that show. And they're 76 episodes in, but 77 just came out right after 75. I'm, I think that must have been just a numbering error. <clears throat> I bet they've already heard about it. So I'm not going to talk. tell them about it. I'll talk about it on here just to be like, eh, I mean, that's the next episode. That was the one I listened to. Walking in Memphis. Um. Um. Thousand bucks a month. Oh, that's something cool. So, when he was on Colbert, he was like, he was like, Andrew Yang said, 
if anyone follows me on Twitter and retweets my pinned tweet, then they are in the running to get a thousand bucks a month for 12 months for free. To basically test out his universal basic income on someone, and then that person's gonna flip their shit when they win, because putting it out there as a as a contest is a really smart idea, and that he's just gonna give one person who retweeted it and who's following him um, a thousand bucks a month for 12 months, and so I, I went over to his Twitter page, and I wasn't following him yet, and so I went, oh, fucking right, I'll give you the follow, and I'll retweet, because, hey, if, if, uh, if I won a thousand bucks a month for a year, that would help me out so fucking much. My, my cell phone bill has unlimited data, like, I'm never worried about using data or giving, like, lending someone a hotspot if they need Wi-Fi, because purely unlimited data, it's, like, the same price every month, and I, and, um, whenever it pops out, I'm like, oh, shit, it's usually the oh, shit, there was an oh, shit earlier today, because my car insurance went through, but that meant I was gonna overdraw, and I did overdraw, but that's a different cat, <coughs> but I overdrew, I, I, I haven't checked it yet, but unless some, by, by some miracle, money appeared in my bank account, and then was not overdrawn at all, wow, what a miracle that would be, <coughs> but Odds are, I'm overdrawn, and I have an overdraft fee. Which fucking sucks, because... I just want... To fucking live... Live my life without debt. And if I'm able... To pay people back... I can have less of a heart attack when they see the Venmo transaction history between them and me. I could also pay p people back with Cash App or PayPal or um, Facebook Cash or Snap Cash. Just kidding. Facebook, fuck you. Um, Snapchat, we'll, we'll see. Maybe. Fucking. I, man, I haven't used Snapchat in a long time. I'm overdrawn. I gotta check that after I record this. And 
I'm gonna end the episode pretty soon. I'm just telling you that right now because it's about that time to turn it on to CBS live stream to get the late show with Stephen Colbert. <coughs> and they're gonna talk about the debates again, and it's live. Every late show should be live. Come on. Let's fucking quit it with the bullshit and the editing and the recording it early. Like, fucking, come on. Just, like, if I'm up watching your show, why can't you be up hosting your fucking show? <laughs> that goes for all late shows. Damn. Man, I'm calling that out right now. If you're a late show and you're like, man, just why not? Why not do it live? And that's not to say that the people working on the show wouldn't wouldn't get to like slip out and do a stand-up set. Like, yeah, did you do your writing for the night? Then yeah, fucking go do that set. Um But it's way more interesting when it's live. As Chris Gethard has has modeled live show. And it's a late show, and so then it's like inherently a little more fun because when you stay up late, you're like, oh shit, I gotta get up early tomorrow. But they're up late too. It's like there's no sacrifice on either end. There's a lot of work on the live end. And there's a lot of work on the taped end. Like, I'm not saying that people who do your late shows recorded early aren't doing as much work as you could. I'm saying, why not do that work that you're already doing just later and up to the moment? Because then whatever fucking news points you have at the top of the show can be current as fuck. And then also you're relating to the audience in a way where you're like, hey, we're in this together. Like, I know it's 1130. I know it's late, but I'm up too. like, this is real. This is happening right now instead of recording during the day, man. I didn't, I didn't know I'd have that much of a stink about it this far in. Cause I love all the late shows that I watch and they all record during the day, but fucking just do it live. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck it. We'll do it live. But seriously, do it live if you can. I mean, so much cooler. (laughs) It's so much more authentic. It's 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 so it's so much more authentic that every night when they do Colbert, the announcer says live on tape from CBS Radford Studios. Not Radford, is it Rad? No, Radio City Music. I don't know where they record Colbert, but live on tape. It's like no live, like just do it live. They tested it for a little bit when they first brought the late show out and I was like that is really cool like why aren't they doing it live every night and it's like people but we have families it's like then find writers who don't want families I, I mean that's tough territory but 
fucking find a writing job on a different show that doesn't do it live. I don't know what I'm saying right now. I, I just know it would be very way more compelling if late shows that are trying to make you laugh if they were up as fucking late as we were. Because it's not a sacrifice. A sacrifice. It's not a sacrifice at all. Sacrifice. Wait, sacrifice. <laughs> Turned a three solo word into a four solo word. Or four and a half. Sacrifice at all. If you don't know what song I'm referring to, just look it up based on the lyrics. I was maybe going to go get some... Oh, this is worth telling. I I'm almost done with the show. 53 minutes in. Man, I'm glad I recorded. started recording when I did. Um, I shit my pants earlier. And here's the story. So, I was sitting there. I had just eaten my hash brown medley that I made with sour cream and shredded cheese pre-shredded not as good as shredding it yourself because damn shredding cheese right off a block there's fucking almost nothing better than eating that cheese <clears throat> but i had already eaten and i was doing some graphic design to work on my threadless store that's dougathan d-o-u-g-a-t-h-a-n dot threadless dot com and I was leaned over and I was moving something somewhere and I was resizing and like uh, moving stuff around. And I was like, I think, and I, and I was like, because I was leaned over and because I have a belt on and, um, which like, honestly, I should only be wearing sweatpants when I'm in the house with no plans to leave because fuck restricting movement of any part of the abdomen. Like if you have a difficult digestion like I do with Lyme disease, it's best to let your body flow and just fucking take, take the punches as they come. But so I was leaned over, I was doing the thing, and and then I just felt it, and I was like, oh, god damn it. And it was like a fucking frozen yogurt machine of shit, and it just like barely, barely left my butthole. And then I was like, uh-oh, is this something I can salvage? Uh-oh, uh-oh, and I just fucking stood up, and I just grabbed the wipes, and I went right to the bathroom, and I was like, maybe... Maybe it went through, it went into my underwear, but didn't get to the shorts. And it wasn't so, it wasn't that way at all. It went through my underwear and some of it got on my shorts. And I'm like, 
fuck. At this point, my Lyme disease has me... I, I wouldn't say I'm incontinent with pooping, but I'm like mid-continent. I'm not continent, that's for fucking sure. I can't just take a shit every day. It's like sometimes I'll shit, and sometimes I won't. Sometimes ups outnumber the downs, but not in Nottingham. Hmm. All right. But, but, but not in Nottingham. <coughs> <coughs> That's another, that noise that I just made, hawking up a loogie so that I can fucking just keep talking normally. <coughs> That's another reason I kind of hang out in my car sometimes, because I'm like, I'll be hawking loogies in there while I'm doing shit on the computer and maybe eating and it's gross and I know it's gross, but it's what my body's doing right now. And so to call it gross and to be annoyed with me is insensitive and it's also um it's uncaring because sure it might be noisy and sorry I fucking make noise sometimes while I'm coughing my lungs out and coughing my fucking contents of my stomach out <clears throat> but it's not an act, like, I'm not putting this on, it's the fucking Lyme disease, it's making my digestion awful, and, <coughs> sometimes I'll cough up something super fucking tiny, like, it looks like a grain of sand, or tiny-ass seed or something, and I'll hawk it up, and I'm like, feel it on my tongue, and I'm like, oh shit, and I go and pick it off my tongue to make fucking sure that it is out of my system, whatever the fuck that thing was that my body couldn't digest, and then sometimes after that, my breathing is so much easier for the rest of the day, and I'm like, wow, just from that tiny ass little stupid fucking thing lodged in my body, because my body couldn't digest it on its own, Lyme disease, fuck. And if you know someone who's had Lyme disease and you've gone through all this shit with them, I feel for you. And you still don't know what it's like. Like, my, my roommate who was like, you, you gotta go. I'm like, you know that I have Lyme disease, right? And he's like, you're using it as an excuse to not live your life. And I'm like, I'm fucking working and trying every day. And there's so many jobs that I'm like, I fucking can't do that job because I have Lyme disease. I'm, well, could you stand all day? Could you have a lot of energy all day? No. Fucking no. Is that okay? Sorry, no. <coughs> because I don't have the 
fucking official paperwork from the government saying I'm temporarily disabled from my Lyme disease. Then I'm just sitting here afraid to go to the doctor and not getting medicine because my doctor's not calling me back. I don't even know if they're still around. Their, me- their answering machine's still the same, but they're not calling me back. And this new doctor's like, yeah, but p- fucking pay me. And I'm like, you want people to get well, right? And they're like, yeah, but fucking pay me, bitch. Fucking pay me, you fucking asshole. Fucking pay me with everything you've got. Because we are trying to heal you. And if you don't appreciate that we're trying to heal you, and you can't appreciate us with your money, then we can't heal you. The fuck kind of mentality is that? Fuck Big Pharma. Fuck everyone who's involved in that shit. And I will fling you out into space. I'll fling you out into outer space. The giant slingshot. (coughs) Or one of those things from the Hot Wheels days, Power Wheels days. I think it was Hot Wheels. (coughs) And it was this, like, orange um, little uh, launch ramp, basically, that you would put in front of whatever track you set up. and So you could launch the cars onto the track instead of, like rolling them onto it and we'd use it to like launch cars off of just just into places or um just launch it wherever the fuck not even just on a track but anyway one of those but for for humans who don't believe medicine should be free all of you can fuck off to outer space if you think that people should pay for medicine to be able to to be, get better, you can fuck off to outer space. I don't care about you. Humans who are sick should be treated to get better. Fucking easy. Easy tenet of life. Well, someone's sick. We should. I can give them some medicine so that they get better. Could you imagine if people just got free medicine and then when people got better and then had extra medicine and then there could be a whole community of people who are like, oh, you have this? Well, I have some extra medicine that was free from before. Do you want some of this? Like, you wouldn't even have to go. But even then, they could still be like, I appreciate the sentiment, but I'm going to go the doctor and just make sure it is what it is and they'll probably give me a script and I'll be able to get the medicine but if I need any more or if I run into someone who's afraid to go to the doctor and needs some then I'll I'll hit you up (coughs) but yeah free medicine for everyone who lives in this country If you're sick, you should be well. Because fucking duh. (laughs) Fucking duh. Um. 
The thing I can't talk about is still being held back. Uh, my stand-up special is edited and ready to go. I've handed I've handed my stand-up special in links to maybe four friends, and I haven't heard anything back, and that's fun. <laughs> I think, I think I'm going to try and find a way to sell it off of my website, yamatat.com. Because that would be a great shortcut for you yamatators out there who are like, this fucking, he keeps fucking talking about this stand-up special, when is he fucking going to release it? And then I could just release it on my own and tell you in podcast and then go, just go to this tab, go to this exact website and then go here. And then you, if you pay this much, then you can have my stand-up special. <coughs> so I think I'm going to figure out a way to do that because, I mean, the regular, the usual stuff isn't working to quote. The original Ghostbusters. Not the cartoon, the original Ghost... Wait, that's actually the real Ghostbusters. Um, yeah. The first Ghostbusters movie that ever came out. Bleh. The usual stuff isn't working. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. If you are with me... Man... It is a, it's a quotable movie, but there's just so much fun shit that happens in it. Alright, I'm going to stop the episode. It's just about time to switch over and see if, see if more TV is on. <laughs> the usual stuff isn't working. <sighs> um, but yeah, things, uh, things are alright. Hope everyone out there in podcast land is good. Oh, right before I end the episode, please, 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 if you can, donate anything you can to Venmo, Doug, Dash, Culp. There's Cash App, dollar sign, Doug's Nugs, D-O-U-G-S-N-U-G-S, PayPal.me, Slash Dougathan, D O U G A T H A N, to, uh, you know, keep the podcast and keep the laughter going and keep my sanity up with what, man. There's been, there's been a couple times where people sent money and they're like, private send, and I'm like, oh, fucking, thank you so fucking much. Because there's nice people out there who have money and are just like, dude, I see you're struggling here. And you're like doing the work to try and not be struggling fucking here. But yeah. Please be well. Please be good to each other out there. Watch Random Acts of Flyness on HBO. Um watch the debates and be involved in 
political things that are happening in the country. Don't, don't like, don't overdo it. Don't overstress yourself. Don't watch and listen to too much because that's, it becomes another thing when, when that happens. <clears throat> like if you let it, politics will carry you away into a land of worries and, 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 and things that you never thought you would ever have to worry about when you can have those things in mind and think about them and think about uh, things that you can do to fix them. Like, it sounds silly, but Twitter is actually a good tool to talk about political things if you've thought it out, if you've researched your shit. If you send a link, make sure you've researched where that link came from. Like, did you read the whole article? Did you fucking... Was it just... Um, clickbait. <clears throat> and for a minute there, I was getting into it where I was letting it consume me. And I was, like, always on the fucking, uh, uh, petitions to, to change shit. And, like, the petitions to change shit are good. But you don't need to be involved in every single one. You don't need to be in it and on it every single day at every single moment. But just be aware. Be aware of what's happening in the country around you. Be aware of the shit that's going to affect your lives and the lives of your loved ones and people that you know. And just tr try and uh, make a difference here and there when you can. And like that's all that you can be asked of or can be asked of us as citizens because we have to live our own lives too. And that's fucking hard enough to try and get enough money to f just live, to just fucking live to the next month or the next week or the next day. And <clears throat> and I love every one of you who's listening. And sorry if that sounds um, insincere, but I'm very appreciative to anyone and everyone who listens to this. I know that there's a lot of people who listen to this who maybe don't know how to reach out to me or how to talk to me online on at Yamatat or Yamatat podcast at gmail.com. But if you have any questions or anything to say about anything I've said or anything in life or just something that you want to reach out about, just uh, hit me up. Like it is just me. And I'm really just saying like, because I'm just putting this show out to the world and like, trying to connect with people everywhere that's literally the reason that I made this podcast was to try and have my own show that I can be the boss of but also that I can put out and I can put I could put out more episodes if I want to like throughout the week I could do like um <clears throat> I need to know what I need to do to get more to get more people asking me about maybe sponsoring the podcast. But I mean that's probably not going to happen until I get a boost from a friend or a couple friends who have podcasts to have me on theirs and you know I can talk about mine and talk about my art and talk about my music and talk about my comedy and all of the stuff that I want to share with everybody. <coughs> So, thanks again for listening. And this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And I'll think of a title later. All right.